And welcome Ooh. to Nerds of the Square Circle. We are your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. Philip, the dude with his headband next to him. Philip's here. <laughs> How Yay! Philip's here. All right. It's been like three, four, five long weeks without Philip. You lost your beard. Yeah, what happened to your beard? Is that lost, why you didn't want to show up? I you... lost like 10 pounds when I shaved my beard off. Yeah. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but look, this is like already an inch long and I shaved it off. Did you shave to the skin? No. Okay, all right. Pretty close to it, though. He gave himself a Kevin Owens shave. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Leave us a review on iTunes. Go go to our website, somewherenerdy.com. You can email us at somewherenerdyradio at g- uh, gmail.com. I think that's the email address. Um, I miss you guys. You think? Mostly. I miss you, too. Mostly Philip. I see you every week. Explain yourself. Why just me? Well, because I haven't seen you in four weeks. He misses you because he hasn't seen you. You, I see every week. Yeah. Yeah, but Sam. But what Sam said when we got here is Sam comes sees me at work sometimes when we talk. So Sam sees you. I never see you. you I drive past your work every single day and I look at your car and go, hey, uh, Philip's there. So he's saying that if you really miss him so much, why don't you go visit him at work? Yeah. Completely missing the point that you haven't showed up for the show in a month. Hey, I got a life, guys. (laughs) (laughs) My answer to you, too. I have a life. Yeah. Um, it's a little more convenient for you, Chris. But, since you haven't been on the show, have you been um, watching wrestling since you haven't been on the show? Yeah, so my daily schedule, if I'm at work, if I take a lunch break, I usually put on something wrestling-wise on my phone, whether it be on YouTube or it be on the network. Like what? So, Like what do you watch? The last thing I watched on the WWE Network, I'm not finished with it because I only get 30 minutes for lunch, <laughs> is the last... The last Clash of Champions they had on the network, I don't know which one it was, but it every every match so far has had a title change. So it's really exciting, and a lot of the matches were good matches. What year is this one? From last year, or? No, Clash uh, of Champions. One. Clash of Champions. Oh, like Clash WCW, Clash. not Night of Champions. Not Night of Champions. WCW, so oh, it's wait, like 98. Isn't the one that they did last year, did they call that Clash no, of Champions? No, it was Night of Champions. No, it was something... Yeah, different was, than Night of Champions. I'm pretty sure it was Night of Champions. Who I'm cares? Looking. It wasn't as good, I'm sure, as uh, the WCW it wasn't versions. As good. <laughs> so who was like the the top guys around this time? Uh, Hogan well, and they, Sting. They had, yeah, they well NWO was hot. Okay, they had the NWO commercials for their merch and the X Pac, well the six shirt. Gotcha. That came on a couple times. They still keep those in there, which is great. That's awesome. They had the NWO commercials and just a regular T-shirt commercials and stuff. The first match was the Ultimo Dragon versus Alex Wright for the TV title. Nice. Because Ultimo Dragon dropped Sonny Ono when he had like 12 belts. And he's like, I don't need all that. I could do it by myself. And he lost his TV title against Alex Wright, which is becoming bad guy. And then the next match was Chris Jericho, the Cruiserweight Champion versus... Who was it, Sam? You know, Probably Dean Malenko. Nope. No? Chris Guerrero? It was Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, uh, very nice. So it was a match where I Eddie Guerrero was... I hate watching those matches because the, the audience doesn't care about it at all. Well, Eddie Guerrero, he at that time, he was being a big heel, and he was just complaining every time he got thrown and saying it was a hair pull or something. It was this, He's really ridiculous in the show. So, But then they had another match. They had uh, mm-hmm. Steve yep. Mongo McMichaels, and his theme song sounded very familiar. Okay. Why? <laughs> because it was the same 
theme song as Double A Arn Anderson's. Theme oh my song. God! How really? do we keep f- funneling back to? Arne yeah, Anderson's it was. Theme I was song. just like, wow! I even re- rewound it on my phone. Okay, I could. I couldn't believe it. that was that was my most exciting part of the night. And he actually had a decent match because I never thought he was a great wrestler. So he had a decent match. Why do you like watching the old Clash of Champ? Like why why the Clash of Champions? Because it was wrestling. Because it was <laughs> it wasn't ECW. Like why did did you really like? Why did you pick that pay per view? Like why mid nineties WCW? I picked that one because it's the last Clash of Champions. There's most people only want to watch things because they want to watch it from the beginning. There's so much wrestling everywhere. You just got to grab it wherever you just want to watch it. And WCW, yes, all great. All the time, but you—it seems like uh, the longer we've been talking about wrestling on the show, it seems you've pulled yourself away more and more from the current product. Don't look at me like that, Chris. Because uh, it's easy to do. Because when I watch the current product, I find myself fast-forwarding a lot. So you just—you just—are you disenchanted with the current product? Most definitely. <laughs> Chris, what are you laughing at? What are you doing? What? I just, re- I just realized I'm, I'm talking. I, I'm talking. I just realized you were playing this game for the past five minutes. I'm I talking. I can't talk to Philip about Clash yeah, of Champions while I multitask and play sure WWE can. Tap Mania. Not no. a sponsor. <laughs> Dude, so this game what, what is, is addictive. This? I, I want to download it. This is that like um, you make your own wrestler, Chris. Yeah, it's just a no, no. It's you not don't like, make your own wrestler. Well, you you have an avatar that you can change minimal things and about you just them. tap the screen over and over hey, again right we're talking about me yeah it's an increment <laughs> we're not talking about this dumbass app it's an incremental game uh where you fight you just tap and wrestle other people you have different wrestlers in your party and uh so it's just like every other there's a master's universe one just like it. yeah it's just like all the other ones but it's wwe themed so Stupid. it's better whatever i got way more important things than do than yeah, like tap a podcast. my screen Jeez. well it's not like a million times it's a it's a it's <laughs> something to do to you know fill in the gaps of your day you're wor- you're working you're right almost, now you're almost like the kitty cat that sees the laser in the wall you're are you saying keep jumping is, no are you saying what. that my tapping is impeding my ability to focus on work yeah like, because it's making me laugh <laughs> <laughs> that's impeding your ability that's not my fault Right, so anyway, go got, ahead, Philip. I got what Rusev, Ultimate Warrior, yes. Charlotte, Chris. and Randy Savage. It's a sweet team I got going here. Chris, so do you say you watched the Monday and Tuesday night programming fully without fast-forwarding any of it? This well, week? He watches it, it on Hulu. Just in general. He watches it no. on Hulu, so it's you not al- You always just watch it all the Even on Hulu, uh, SmackDown, I fast-forward through certain things, and Raw is down condensed to it like a 90 minutes, and I still fast-forward through some of that. See, Sam? It's well, not short enough. What, so when, when Do you, you watch were, it all the way through, Sam? Every time? I don't always watch it all the way through, but I also say that I've never always watched it all the way through, even when I first started watching Raw. Okay. So it depends on... What's going on? Yeah, I mean, well, there's the a matches? lot of wrestling. Yeah. I will Sometimes say... I fast-forward just because I want to get to the good stuff so I can watch other... I will say Wrestling 205, things. I'm glad they're not switching out the purple ropes all the time. Yeah, yeah. that's a good switch. Because it, it, it makes the show flow better. I find when they're wrestling and they're not making a whole different appearance because when they had cruiserweights in WCW, it just they got thrown in the middle of the card, beginning, shorter, really at the end. But it was just like throw you in there real quick, get you excited, next match. I think their match is a little bit longer now since they don't have to switch out the ropes. But I mean, when you were sense. when you were a kid, did you and you watched wrestling? Did you? I mean, you were watching it live. You didn't have the ability to fast forward, right. correct? So do you think that? When I Sometimes was little, people I was, comment on I it being flip, different now. I was flipping over to WWF, and then I was flipping over to ECW towards the end of the night. Okay. So we were flipping back and forth. We didn't ever we just were, sit and watch. We watched WCW and watched uh, Raw the next night. No. But, like, objectively, I really don't, like, 
know if I just I don't think it's that different to the degree where I would say that. There's a lot more talking, and every time somebody loses something, I think something, there was more talking cry. before on WCW Nitro cr- and things like that than there they is cry in the and bitch product. about. Oh, I lost my belt. I need a rematch right now. That's wrestling, though. Yeah, but it wasn't as habitual as it is now. No, I don't think that's what it is. I think it's just yeah, it is because how can somebody be an 18-time world champion in a decade when somebody else is? It's too easy. First like, of all, Randy there are no Orton. 18-time champions. We yeah. both know that the record is tied between Ric Flair. And John Cena. And Randy Orton. Based right on the official him. record book of WWE, which is, I guess, law. We're going to ignore all the other times Ric Flair was actually world champion. Um, <laughs> World's champion. What constitutes a world champion? World's champion. WWE. Do they count just WWEF? No. They, For Ric Flair, I'm saying. They're cl- His they're Ric Flair's 16 or 14 um, NWA slash WCW titles and yeah. two WWF titles. So it that's the 16. Okay. Uh, John Cena's include the world title and the WWE title. Okay. Um, and what's Randy Orton at? What constitutes, but I mean, just like, if ECW's heavyweight championship was a world championship, does that count as a world championship? Do they count that, like, in big shows? Well, I'm asking, numbers. like, Phil, do you think that that counts? Like, would you say that Shane Douglas is a multi-time world champion because no. he was ECW champion? No. Is Chavo Guerrero a former world champion because he was ECW champion in WWE? No. You know? But why? Know. It's but, not a world's champion. They they don't they don't consider because they're not the top show. Well, I'm I'm not even I'm not even talking about what they consider. I know they don't consider it. I'm asking yeah. what do you consider? They they never called it a world's champion. They always called it the heavyweight championship. It okay, well ECW that's the same kind of scenario. Though, the heavyweight championship of any promotion, the top prize of a company. They weren't considered world championships. So they were just called the heavyweight. Oh, yeah, Ned Light. Taking to say he was an ECW world champion. So they never said that. Yeah, but why don't they, they, they say that now? No, they don't call the IWGP they had the Championship FTW. the World Championship, but that's a that's a World Championship. So if Okada came over to WWE, would, would he they call him multi- World Championship? Well, they don't refer to AJ Styles as a multi-time World Champion. That's true. Before he See, became that, WWE. That answered title. your question. Didn't... <laughs> I'm not talking about WWE. Oh, okay, I'm yeah. talking about yeah, do you guys general. consider him that? Uh, I don't know. It How does, do you guys it, think of it? It does seem like the WWE belt is what you're going to consider no matter what you're talking to somebody about. Yeah. You're not going to go Big Show won the ECW belt and the heavyweight belt. Oh, well, combine those. And there's, he's won four times, five times, whatever it is. He's also a former ECW champion. That's what I just said. Yeah. I don't like when they, yeah. well, you know, you mentioned how the NWA title, and then it was WCW, but NWA title was always still the NWA, just like it is now. It's always been a separate title. They never, like, combined them or anything. No, I know that. I'm saying that the WCW title lineage directly comes from the NWA lineage, though, even though technically it's its own title separate from the NWA, because mm. once WCW broke out away Probably from the NWA. Probably more the AW, cause NWA was, like, the big thing that had the smaller things well yeah w said before that was awa correct? well awa was separate from the nwa it was a smaller affiliate awa was closer to the world wrestling federation that it was yeah. a separate promotion that like broke away from the nwa to have its own section up in the midwest um but i don't getting, i don't even know where we're going we're getting, we're getting talking very, about we're right getting now very off subject <laughs> i don't even know what the subject I'm ready, is um, we're getting on the subject of randy orton sneaking in like a snake and beating everybody's title reigns. Um, is that what you're saying? They don't stupid. talk him up enough? It's stupid. Have you been watching any G1? This highlights. I haven't seen matches, matches, unless... The only thing I watched all the way through almost, and I told Sam this, I was happened to be up randomly one night, and it was live, the press conference for it, 
and I watched about 80-90% of it, and it was hilarious. And great. It was great because... Yeah, I watch them loosely the next day on their Facebook page, so... It was great because they had, you know, everybody did their thing or chose not to say anything... And you get to see Okada just like breaking character a lot. Just so you get upset when, when the wrestlers on Monday Night Raw talk too much, but you'll go watch a bunch of guys who don't even speak English talk for an hour and a half. It's a press conference, and half of them spoke English because they weren't Japanese. So half of them didn't speak English. You're right. No, I don't know. Let's think. Let's get a little critical since you're being critical. I'm trying to think of who speaks uh, English at the press juice? conference. Juice. Well, yeah, obviously. Juice. The Americans. <laughs> yes, juice. All the Americans speak English. Um, Bad luck. And the Canadians. It. And New Zealands. New Zealands? Is that what they're called? New Zealand. I don't know. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not like the, Okada the, speaks the representative from New Zealand. I don't know. Bad English. Okada speak, speaks English. No, he speaks, yeah, it's not good, but... I mean, <laughs> that's harsh. I well, mean, yeah, he speaks Japanese, yeah. so it's not his native yeah. tongue. Tanahashi speaks English, speaks but not g- great. Yeah. It, it didn't matter if they spoke English or not. You can understand what they were, they were cutting each other down and stuff, and it was funny just seeing... The, you don't have to... This is like I watch AAA wrestling sometimes. I don't have to know what they're saying. I can understand what point they're putting it across, because... It's wrestling, so they they're entertaining. So they have to do more than just talk. They're showing. Um, well, I'm just saying that, like, I'm, I'm the point I'm making though is that you seem disenchanted with WWE because it's supposed to be a wrestling program, but it's because. But then you just said that the only thing conference. you were watching from these other promotions is the same thing that's also not wrestling. So that's my point. Is like, is why why right, is it different up. with New Japan than it is with WWE? Because, like what's the because these characters, I don't know that much about them, so it's more. So you're intriguing. more interested because you you're getting yeah. to know them, and you you already know where they're going with WWE. So you're over it. I don't know where they're going because they don't know where they're going. The characters have been switched around a million times, including the Big Show. How many times has he been off? And but on? I mean, you could say the same thing. But you can say the same thing for any promotion. It's just how long you've been watching it. Are you saying that there's like a you can only watch a sh- one pr- particular promotion so long before you inevitably start figuring or out. just know it ahead of time and you won't be able to enjoy it. I don't think that hard about wrestling anymore. Well, it sounds like you do. <laughs> so, but you're up to date on G1, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I, I, I think I am. I haven't watched the, the past night. Okay. So, I watched everything. Up Who's winning then. what block right now? Um, Okada and Kenny are the top ones in their block. They're going to have a match. Next should be soon. Yeah, it's either tonight or tomorrow. I can't oh. remember exactly when it is. The other block has like four people on top. So there's I think it's probably going to be Tanahashi, Tanahashi Ibushi, Ibu- or Ibushi. Um, who else? Evil? No, not Evil. Ibushi's Shinada, yeah, is on top. And who else? There's one more. There was four of them that was on top on the other block. But it's going to be between Tanahashi and Sam, I got a question for you about this. Do you want? Okay, I've kind of kept up with them. Not kept up with them, but witnessed some of them from the previous years. And there's been like maybe. Not even a handful of wrestlers in them that have popped out. This one is extremely stacked. Yeah, oh, this it really is. A is. Really, yes, it is. So, do you think this is going to kind of like wash out? Are they doing this and it's going to like wash out the excitement of a lot of stuff that they've been doing lately? Or is it just going to build up a, no- a whole bunch of feuds coming up, building up to the Wrestle Kingdom? I think more the second one. Well, that's yeah. the thing is that they they stacked it with more, I'd say, top level talent. Even though yeah. the last couple G ones have had. It's not like they've been short of star power. No, but they um, have a lot of filler. They have a lot of, I don't want to say jobbers, of, but, yeah. you know. There's um, a there's only like four filler guys in this one. Yeah. It really feels like anybody in this tournament could win the tournament. Right. It's it's interesting. After Nakamura and AJ Styles left, the company just went with a boom where they're based. It just feels like everybody in the whole company is being pushed, mm-hmm. which is a crazy thing to think that everybody just feels like a player all at once. Um 
part of that is why the tournament's lasting even longer this year is so that they can put more effort into the featured uh, heavyweight matches in the tournament so that they ha- can go all out, which is why there have been so many awesome matches in the tournament so far. I don't know. I was talking to Chris about this like last week, the week before. It seems like it's a crazy precedent that that just seems to be what they're doing where like every show they're just trying to top the last show and they've, you know, I don't know how long they can go before someone in someone's going to get someone's going to get yeah. injured and someone's going to suffer what Shibata suffered. Right. You know, um, like uh, Ishii hasn't like taken a break in like, I don't know ten years or something like that. Uh, and that dude, he's just going to stop and die. Yeah, that's his body. <laughs> but I mean, like, do you think stop. it's worth it? Do you think that's good? I mean, it's we're getting some know. of the best wrestling. Like, that I we've want ever to had. these guys. Like, since now I'm a, a new Japan fan, I want to watch these guys for years to come. Yeah, but I feel like everybody I'm watching right now in two to three years won't be there. Yeah, you know. Well, that's something. It's something interesting. It depends on what they want to do. Right. Well, so I'm sure like, Kenny Mega could have left whenever he wanted to, but he I'm sure he could anytime he wants to. But he's also been saying that he, if he retires in Japan, he's completely happy with it. So yeah. it's something weird about the longevity of superstars. If you look at WWE, they started being aware of trying to take care of their wrestlers and pushing younger talent and in safer ways earlier. So you have guys like John Cena and Randy Orton who are just now in their late 30s, early 40s and have been wrestling for 15 years on top. Mm-hmm. And you can feel a lot of fans being jaded to that. Uh, meanwhile, before that, like if you go from ni- 1992 in WWF, the top stars were you got Ultimate Warrior, Randy Savage, Hulk Hogan. Four years later, the top stars are Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, completely different. Mm-hmm. And then just a couple years after that, You've got the, the Rock and yeah. Stone Cold Steve Austin and Mick Foley, and then a couple of years later, all of those guys are gone. And it it has nothing to do with the fact that they were burned out, like that they didn't want to use them. That they were like, well, the audience is tired of them. We're not going to keep these guys. That they all got injured or got hurt or moved on. The Rock went and started doing movies. Stone Cold got hurt. Shawn Michaels got hurt. Bret Hart got hurt. Um, if they didn't get injured. You know, if, if Stone Cold had never had any of the neck problems that he had, you'd think that he wouldn't have been a guy that they would have pushed to the moon for Forever. years and years yeah. and years to come. Um, part of the, the sad and, and thing about when wrestlers get injured is that it, it frees up a spot for somebody to come in. That's what's interesting about NXT and, again, about the people, about WWE kind of pulling talent out of New Japan. They take out Finn Balor, they take out shinsuke nakamura they take out aj styles and what happens in the company is that then the company loses all their top guys so they have to push new people because they don't have anybody else to rely on so you have to push okada as your top guy you have to push somebody like omega wwe has all of these guys that they already have and they just keep pushing the same people that they want to push now you know how ecw feels mgs well i mean isn't it true that ecw was kind of an unofficial was it was actually paid off the books by WWE as kind of an unofficial I don't know training camp. Training yeah. camp that I don't they... know those facts, but they okay. cross promote it with each other on time to time with things. So it was on they were on Raw featured one time as an invasion, but they didn't go to WWE. A lot of the guys initially they went to the WCW, and but they still Paul Heyman was smart enough because he came from WCW and he knew how to sue people <laughs> or get things in the contract <laughs> to get people over to where he had. Beautiful Bobby. I don't think Eaton, you knew how to see Arn Anderson enough. come over and wrestle a couple of shows. And that was freaking weird. People went nuts to see, you know, good 80s wrestlers come over and wrestle guy, top guys. So that was cool. But my point was, it's always happened. You know, people are going to go where the money is. That's what it's for. 
You know? Yeah, but it's just it's just New Japan. I think right now is very exciting because they lost a lot of their top guys. Mm-hmm. That and then you have guys who were on top like Tanahashi, kind of not stepping down, but kind of moving over where there's. It feels like he's doing there's the John, room he, he's for the John top C- shelf to be changed he, to some. Different he's like people. the John Cena of New Japan, and I can see in, in the, a way in yeah. this tournament the guys that are you know um, Sonata, yeah, and Tamatanga and mm-hmm. stuff like that. These are the guys that you know they're really writing a storyline to push. Did you these guys? Did, did up. you listen yeah. to Tamatanga's um, yeah, press yeah. conference? His press conference. Yeah, he's like F- you. Yeah. I don't give a f- about you. In New Japan, all their promos mm. they're very explicit. Well, they curse in the ring all the time. So yeah. Um, but Even Kenny Omega, he's like, I don't give a f- what y'all think. That's like the whole Bullet Club thing. But not all of them are like that. You know, the Jacksons, they don't ever. I don't think I've ever uh, heard them. Curse. I don't think they curse at all. So, oh yeah, they say f- the revival. They, they say so. suck yeah. it a lot, which yeah. I don't know. That's I don't know yeah. why that's better. Like why <laughs> that's acceptable? <laughs> yeah, actually, on the, the new being the elite, uh, WWE sent them their first cease and desist letter. Yeah, yeah, stop yeah. saying f- the the revival. What? Yeah, they're all awesome. happy about it. So <laughs> I gotta watch that. That's hilarious. Um, That's but stupid. Did you hear about um God, the revival? Uh, Scott Dawson. Oh yeah, he hurt his arm. Injured. Yeah, I know. lots of injuries. Yeah. Sucks because last time it was it was the other one's hand, right? Yeah, it was Dash got uh, no, it was Dash's jaw. Jaw, jaw. That's right. That's and right. then this is uh, Scott Dawson's. I shoulder. mean, but to to go back to New Japan because you said something earlier. You didn't like, mention the Good Brothers. How they stole the Good Brothers. Over nobody too. cares about them. <laughs> Um, yeah, right, dude. Carl Anderson. Nobody cares about them in. WWE. I mean, that is true, though. That's that that it, they were a top spot in, yeah. in New Japan. Because I'm going back and watch some of their stuff in, stuff in New Japan. I love them in New Japan. They're great. Yeah, they suck here. It's not their fault. But Just that's like the Shinsuke thing. But there's he something about, about WWE is in that yes, WWE Rich. feels like it's the last stop. Yeah. So. You either you work to once get you to that get point. there, your spot there is your spot. So it just feels like if you're not being used the best way, then you're never going to be used any better. But it's, and it just feels like there's so much more weight when you're on the main roster in WWE versus anywhere else. But I think as much podcast that we listen to about wrestling and listen to wrestlers talk about their life and their history in wrestling, most of them that have success and have a good career are ones that say, you know what, I'm going to go off the script and say fuck it. And hope I don't get fired, but and it usually turns out great for him. And I think a lot of the ones wrestlers now are just playing it safe, well, doing uh, their there's job. There's a lot thing. of the old heads that say stuff like that. It's like yeah. they're handed a script, yeah, and they follow that to a T. Yeah. Nobody's getting over because they're following a script. Yeah, and that's the whole I point. Mean, it's supposed to be a little entertaining, a little edgy. Sometimes it's not saying every night's going to be chaos. It's, it's, it has to be order to it. I think you mentioned earlier. I've been listening to Cyrus and uh, Lance Storms. Yeah. Uh, podcast. What, uh, what's the name of it? I don't know. Getting over in the town, or it's Lance Storms podcast. Go listen to it. But they talk a lot about that getting over and just the mentality of the business nowadays. Um, no, no, it's not that they have to go off the script. They. They should just, just make have a little own. more of an opinion. Yeah. To, and they probably don't feel like they want to lose their spot or what they're getting or lose the scraps that they're getting. It's so much I, talent in that such a big box. And they have two TV programs and they have what? They have NXT. They have 205. Do they still do superstars? Well, it's just. Yeah, it's I just, think so. It's so just, they don't it's have that easy many to say, like, um, they should just speak up. But I mean, even at your own job right now, if you felt that the only way things were going to change is if you speak up out against your boss and be your own person, where you know that it's possible that you might piss the wrong person off and then get fired the next day it's easy to to i don't understand why it's not why you can't understand why no one is doing that as much no no as no used to. i do understand it i yeah. mean i'm not saying i don't understand it i speak up at work but at the same job. time 
Yeah. So I, I do understand why not to speak up, but it's not about not speaking up or something like that. They want, I, I believe they do want that because the product is better when they do that. Yeah. Because these are the characters. But I it, think it's if they were more comfortable with how they feel about it, it's going to come off on the screen, in the promo, even the way they walk to the ring. A lot of time, like, my whole thing is, you know, the way they walk to the ring, maybe the short promo before the match that may have been taped right mm-hmm. before, probably earlier in the day. It doesn't feel the same. You can feel a disconnect from their promo to how their attitude is going to the ring into the match. It was always better when they would sometimes have the promo afterwards with Mean Gene afterwards, like right yeah. afterwards on the ramp, and you kind of still feel that heat or whatever the, was going on. It's just too much disconnected. So yeah, but so I mean mu- that's so something that they haven't really. But that's something that's been WWE for a long time, and that's yeah, oh yeah. what I'm saying is that. Is, I like think, New Japan, what do they do right after a match? They go straight to a press yeah. area, mm. and they're usually either really still pissed sweaty, off, yeah, still this, hurt. destroyed, yeah, yeah. But it's just it's we it's, like the real stuff, I guess. The but that's what I'm saying is that it's, it. it's is that it's not the same thing. It's a different promotion, a different aspect. Sure. And I think that well, I've never been the biggest WWE fan, so it's, that's why it's I guess harder for me to be like I'm gonna sit here and try to enjoy most of this. Were you upset about that when when WWE won the war essentially? Because you liked you were an ECW guy, and if you no, weren't an really ECW care. guy, you're more of a WCW it, guy. Well, you say you don't care, but then I, like... at the at the time I wasn't really watching wrestling that much, so I didn't really care. And at that time, uh, WCW. When I would watch or I would hear about, because I don't even think I really watched at that time, I think I remember it being like these guys are still trying to be on top, and they're it was this they were just boring. They weren't letting these younger, more interesting characters. You're talking about WCW, yeah, yeah. And then with ECW towards the end, it was a similar thing. The only thing they would have different is they would have more independent guys that were up and coming, coming through, um, yeah. doing some crazy matches. There because at that time it was. Um, people Come. like Teddy Hart and, um, yeah. what's his name? Jack Evans. People like that, that had like the baggy pants, but just did like <laughs> insane moves and stuff yeah. like that was like exciting, but they well, didn't kind they of were, like they, the indie style that became what's known as the yeah. indie style, I guess. Yeah. So they were featuring that kind of stuff, which was cool, but I didn't really, it, I wasn't really into wrestling at that time. So it was, it wasn't anything I was gravitating to cause I was still, Away from it, I guess, the best way to say it. You said something earlier about New Japan where it it it's a tournament that's going on right now in the G one. Yeah. That it feels like there's a lot of people that can win. Mm-hmm. More to the point, my my wife's watching it with me. Her favorite person right now is Sonata. Because he's cute. Because he looks like a Final Fantasy character. Yeah. I mean he literally works <laughs> looks like he walked out of a Final he Fantasy. He uses a game. lot of hairspray, I'm sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Um but Which he's a guy that's kinda he's got the skull mask and a really tall Ball. He's in those like oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's he's in there. I thought he was in the one with Suzuki. No. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he ties people in knots with his <laughs> feet <laughs> yeah. and legs and arms. Okay. Yeah. I see. Um. So, but she's watching it, and I'm like, "There's he doesn't win. He's a he's a mid tier guy." Oh no, Sonata! But he's awesome. Like he started to stand out in this yeah. tournament to me. I'm like, that dude's really good. Mm-hmm. So Sonata is someone that they've been pegging to be. A top guy, for right, a while. right, and part of that's just because from his look alone, and he's he good. looks like a top. guy. Yeah, he does look like it, and um, he's big. But he's then a, he's also really yeah. good. Yeah, um, the Show tournament's good because it allows people to stand out that don't normally. Evil's been great this year. Evil's been um, really good this year. There's always standouts like that, guys that no one expected to really win, um, and aren't necessarily going to win, but are a bigger deal in the tournament when they're just either either in a tag team. A few years ago, uh, Carl Anderson did really well. Um, evil this year. 
Um, even Kenny Omega, when he had just moved down from being a junior heavyweight earlier in the year to becoming Intercontinental Champion, uh, kicking AJ Styles out of the Bullet Club, and then suddenly uh, moving up to heavyweight to winning the G1 was pretty crazy. So we're going to go take a break probably now, and we'll come back after the break and talk about Raw and SmackDown this week. Which I'm sure Philip is excited about. Oh, you know it, guys. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Imagine yourself on a journey with the somewhat nerdy radio podcast crew as we travel through forgotten realms and far-off galaxies. Your captains, the sensational Snarf Chris and the cunning Critter, constantly face an element of danger. Welcome to the Somewhat Nerdy Radio Podcast, the bright light in the podcast sphere. Download and subscribe Somewhat Nerdy Radio today on iTunes and SoundCloud or stream it at somewhatnerdy.com. Good journey, nerds. Do you ever wish there was an easy way to find out what movies are coming out without having to go through the pain of Googling it? And did you ever wish you could get some random nerd's opinion on those movies? Well, your wishes have come true. I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and I have a new podcast called Future Flicks, where I talk about every movie that's coming out during the week, and I throw in some opinions, facts, and even the occasional recommendation. So check out Future Flicks on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. <laughs> we're back we were talking about action movies Jean-Claude Van Damme in particular Tango Cash mm-hmm. Knucklehead Knucklehead <laughs> the classics <laughs> classics <laughs> um, so hey um, you have not watched Raw and Smackdown I watched the beginning of Raw that counts that yeah counts. he watched I, Brock Lesnar murder The Miz and The Miz Taraj I saw well, yeah, I saw him double clothesline The Miz Taraj they were all bowed up ready to get those chests put down it actually, was it's weird because uh, uh, Bo they... Dallas was on Chris Jericho's podcast. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago. Okay, um, and it's the first podcast he's ever done. It's the first interview oh, he's wow. ever done, not in character. He's exactly like his character. I was going to say, <laughs> this, was he all like high and squeaky while he was talking? Like, no, it's not that bad. But okay. they were talking about conspiracy. How theories, dare you? He so. is the son. I love of Bo Mike. Dallas. Yeah, I like Bo Dallas too. So yeah, when it was just weird time, to hear him. Yeah, he's he's great. Um, Aren't you glad they kept him and got rid of Juice Robinson? <laughs> I actually, Juice, I don't know if I would compare them to each other. Nah, I wouldn't, like, but I do, uh, I do in my mind. I don't know why because I guess when Bo Dallas left, Juice was still around trying to throw up his signs every time and just trying to do his thing, and nobody was biting it. Bo Dallas is a weird guy because he's a, he's a big guy, but he doesn't come off like he's big at, at all, all, and I don't know what that is. That's a weird quality to have. In- he wears a lot of dark means. clothing and a red, uh, a little leather. You say that he wore all white at one time or another. I like his one oh, yeah. glove. I like his. I like his, his thing, yeah. Now. yeah. I like his makeover. So the, yeah, the show opened up was uh, the Brock Lesnar on Miz TV. Okay, so first that was supposed to be Jason Jordan storyline wise right. that he wanted Jason Jordan to come out, and then Kurt Angle was like, "No, you're not going to beat up my son." Essentially, he didn't say that. He's like, "Well, Jason Jordan's got a match, so instead we're going to give you Brock Lesnar." But that's also kind of dad taking care of his son. But that's not a very honorable thing to do, in addition to the fact that then Jason Jordan later fought a jobber after uh, he couldn't fight Curtis Axel because he got beat up by Brock Lesnar. So he had an well, easy match. What I was think the that jobber's name? Um, Pierre. What was his name? Pierre something, right? Jean-Pierre. Jean-Pierre. Goulet. Goulet. 
Like Goulet, like Robert Goulet. Crying out sure. loud. Sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was. Um, he, uh, Robert Goulet sang the national anthem for uh, uh, WrestleMania Six in Toronto, I'm pretty sure. Thank you for sharing that information yeah. with us. Um, are you not a Robert Goulet fan? I don't even know who that is. Oh my god. Goulet. Look up Robert Goulet. Or just Will Ferrell. He, um, I think that there are some seeds subtly being planted, and I don't think anyone's really noticing because they're doing it very subtly, that Jason and Kurt will both turn like in conjunction with each other. Really? Kurt Angle cannot stay babyface forever. Anytime they bring in a big name from the <clears> past, <throat> they always come back as a good guy because people are happy that they're back. But Kurt Angle excels so much more at being a jerk that I think it's inevitable that he'll turn and be uh, a heel general manager instead. And probably align with Stephanie and Triple H, unfortunately. Okay. And then if he's a heel, then his son will be healed too. Nepotism. How is nepotism going to go as like a babyface role for how long can that last? Okay, I can see that. I don't want it to happen because I'm, I'm liking him right now. You're liking Kurt? Yeah. I mean, I'll still like him. I like him more when he's, you know, just, I just like, the you suck as a genuine sentiment towards him is better. Right. Than him being encouraging. Yes, tell me I suck. Yes, it's great. It's not them telling him he sucks. It's like when I first saw Primus live. The whole crowd <laughs> is screaming, Primus sucks. Primus sucks. I'm like, no, they don't. They're great. I'm like being very naive about this. My first concert I went to, side subject. But what it was, that's their website name, PrimusSucks.com. Oh, so okay. it's just like they made that. See, it's Kurt Angle's fans have stolen no, that I'm... from Primus. Thanks, oh, okay. guys. Yeah. <laughs> Gimmick infringement. <laughs> yeah. So um, so you watched Brock Lesnar beat up the Miserage, and you were like, that's it. I've peaked and then changed the channel and didn't watch the rest of it. Because you missed out on a lot of good stuff. You missed a um, uh, uh, almost S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion. That was uh, the whole S.H.I.E.L.D., the whole Seth Rollins, Dean Ambrose stuff I I really, really, really enjoyed. I think, um, it's getting borderline like um, uh, ex-girlfriend, ex-boyfriend. like. But... Yeah, but it works. That, it's, sure. It's, it's it's very dramatic, but it's quintessential WWE storytelling. When they first did it, I didn't realize it was going to turn into a full-on a angle. A whole story. Um, but I did like when Dean was being, fighting The Miz and then Seth ran down to help him because they are both baby faces and they both were being spurned by The Miz. I thought, like, I don't, that doesn't make sense, though, because Seth and Dean clearly have history. But it's like almost, all wrestlers overlap at some point. Everybody gets into a rivalry with somebody at some point. And it's weird how certain rivalries stick out to you and other ones don't. Like, um, Seth and Roman had some conflict too, but they were much more, uh, accepting to each other, partnering with each other right, right, right. a few months ago than well, obviously that's the big Dean dog. and Seth. He yeah. doesn't care. Yeah, but it's also that they didn't have the same kind of rivalry that Seth and Dean did. When the yeah. Shield broke up, Roman kind of did his cool hand Luke, kind of like just blew it off and just went on his own way. Dean was the one that was really seemingly burned by it and had the big feud with Seth afterwards, and it really became. I'm agree with you because I would say that was that. that was probably the most entertaining stuff recent of newer the newer yeah. era of talent that's taking over the older talent. That I was just like, man, I'm watching this. Even the after segments where they're chasing each other yeah. down the cars and just kind of silly stuff, but it was still capturing my attention which yeah. is harder with this newer stuff and i thought um dean versus cesaro was a great match yeah it was really that good. was really really good yeah it was really good actually. um i watched it and then rewatched it because i felt like i was it they started off slow um which should usually be a signal that the match will be longer but you don't know that for sure um and i think that the audience even there kind of thought like 
they kind of tuned out because they just assumed it would be just another five-minute Raw match. And then once the longer matches go, I think the more the audience wakes up, like, oh, this is really, like... The longer matches, I think the more important it feels, you know? And and I don't normally always like Dean matches, but, yeah, no, the match was really good, so... Yeah, um, and I really liked the Braun Strowman-Roman Reigns throwing chairs in people's faces match. That was freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the whole match was really good. Yeah. So I have to go back and watch it? No, that's the... Like, if you're going to pick one match out of the whole darn night, I would watch that I still one. watch the shows. Yeah. I usually just, like, watch them when I can get time to watch I would them. watch the last, uh, last main standing match, definitely. Okay. Um, so they're continuing the storyline was the the four way that's going to happen at SummerSlam. So Samoa Joe comes out at the end, chokes Roman out. Which I don't know how that with his clutch it, move. It, yeah. It honestly didn't bother me while I was watching it, but then once I thought about it afterwards, like it doesn't make sense that the referee would be counting out Braun and then stop because Samoa Joe attacked Roman Reigns. Um. Uh... Is it does like it, somebody it, like when they get out like of the ring like a break and get back of the in, count? I don't like, know how that. I don't know. I don't know well, if I've really ever seen it happen. Apparently, yeah. that's how it happens. Yeah, the refs call even if it's a stupid call. Um, More importantly, why does Samoa Joe even care who wins that match? Because he doesn't like Roman Reigns because he's got Samoa yeah, but he's in about his to fight, name. He's about to fight. Um, because he's the Braun big, Strowman. Because too. he's the big dog, so he's the big threat. So he's got to take him out, weaken him up. Because they're both Samoan. Did you know? Bad blood. And the other Samoan, nobody wants to talk to. Yeah. Samoa Joe. Um, so, uh... A fatter, bigger Taz. Oh, uh, and then, uh, oh Sasha Banks. God, Bank- what the f***? <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, he is. And even if he was, he's got the same stu- He's got the same stupid fake rear naked choke move that looks like it's not even doing anything. Because it's not. <laughs> it's not... It um, looks bad. So, Bailey also came out on this one. I think we heard reports of it last week that Bailey got hurt. Well, she did. She dislocated her shoulder. Yeah. They replayed it, like, three times. Yeah, um, and it looks really bad. It did look really bad. But when yeah. you dislocate a shoulder, you just pop it back in. She did, and then she got picked up by that shoulder three or four times during uh, that match. So by it Nia wore Jax. out that yeah. area. Uh, Nia Jax like put her elbows behind her head and like was picking her up after it happened. Oh, so I'm fudge. sure it didn't help. Um, I used to have a guy who played football in high school. His shoulder would come out often to where he had to wear the special sling, where it was like a shoelace tie up his his arm. And his shoulder would still come out. I was like, dude, stop playing. Well, like, from what I've read, it, this is the same kind of... Uh, injury that Seth had. Uh, um, Finn Balor Finn had. Balor had. Yeah. So oh. he could be, she could be out for like a whole year. Yeah. Wow. Which sucks because she's about to have a title match. So they took away In her Brooklyn. title match um, um, at SummerSlam. And then they they made a match for... Which was... like To me, it was like as soon as they announced who the match was, I'm like, oh, that's super obvious. Mickey James versus no. Dana Brooks is clearly who it'll end up being between, it was right? Sasha no? Banks. That's not what happened? Emma and uh, Alicia Fox. Oh, Emma. Mm-hmm. Gee, I wonder. Yeah. I know. So and there was a part of me and I was like, oh, maybe a little Emma win, but there's there's <laughs> no, no work put no, in. No. So, Well, it's also who's going to fight Alexa Bliss yeah. at SummerSlam. Um, not me. So uh, also in that segment, uh, the audience was... it's It was in Toronto, which WWE likes to very... Bizarre as world? often as they can say bizarre world, so you can basically just say that the audience reaction is not canon, doesn't count. It's like the Raw after WrestleMania. Right. They're gonna boo all the baby faces, but Bailey hasn't been getting the the most positive reactions recently, and then yeah. she's getting straight up booed. booed here. And what? say what you will about Roman and John Cena, for whether or not they deserve the heat that they get as baby faces. It's interesting. It reminds me when Goldberg. Uh, at the end of his run earlier in the year, yeah. some people, when you're supposed to be getting cheered and you're not, 
don't people like it. do not know how to handle it. Bailey she started having like almost like, like a breakdown. Yeah. She did not know what to do. She was she literally said, "Come on, guys," <laughs> just and, like that. And it was weird because uh, she she was trying to blow it off, but she could. And then the audience kept being encouraged by it, which is which didn't work. She got entrapped where she was like, "Come on, I'm just I'm not talking to the people who are booing," and the people who were booing booed louder. And then she kept going back to it. Apparently on their YouTube channel, uh, WWE cut all of that oh, out. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, it's just weird. I, you know, say what you will about Roman, but he doesn't let the audience get no, to him. No, he doesn't. There's that, he has that going for him. I wish least. he would do it more often. No, if he was doing it like at the end of last year, right before he got suspended, actually. Mm-hmm. Like I, It was at like, a point where he didn't give a fuck, I think. Yeah. Where he was like, y'all go sit down and chug your beers and shut up. Yeah. Like, that's what he needs to do more often. I feel like most of the guys that get booed should be doing that, other than Cena. Cena, like, uses it, so. Yeah. But um, Cena's not phased by that. No. Even Roman, I think, gets phased by it every once in a while. I It bothers me They're when... human beings, Chris. Yeah, 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 I don't like it when they pick and choose when to care about the audience's reaction. That's right. the only thing that bothers me about it. Um, okay. If you want to boo him... And ignore it. That's fine. It's just don't say that the audience is cheering this person. Because it's if a they're not, world. Don't, you know, it's uh, it's better when they just acknowledge what's really happening. We should just say this. But then wrestling characters right now suck. That's, they're not that's characters. Not, that's not true at all. They're not the characters. The storyline between they're not Samoa. Characters. They're all characters. What do you mean they're not characters? Brock, like, Braun, and Roman has been one of my favorite storylines in wrestling right now. Yeah. I think it's been really, really, really good. Yeah. So... Especially from Braun coming back, all their matches have been great. He's he know well. Braun has he, grown so much as a wrestler in the past year. They they're smart with this yeah, giant. They really are. And then they have the giant on the other side of it of Big Cass and Big Show matches. That where, oh my, where is that going? I don't know. It's like does anybody care? They're trying to catapult well, Big Cass into something. But then. Yeah, because Big Cass will obviously win at the end of this. But what does that do well, for it's like, it's So they'll have people lose. Like, let's Randy Orton with Jinder Mahal, for example. Right. Lost several pay-per-views in a row to Jinder Mahal and to Bray Wyatt. Randy Orton hasn't won on pay-per-view since summer, since uh, WrestleMania. So even though he's still Randy Orton, 14-time champion, the idea Thank is you. he um, hasn't had a big win. So then on SmackDown this week, he beat Jinder Mahal to give right. him a win. But the problem with, in the with as an match. audience, the idea we'll get to that. But the idea is that you need to establish people to reaffirm that they are a threat. So you have Big Cass who get beats Enzo more, but then seconds. you have to accept because they're trying to reestablish that the Big Show is a threat because he's the Big Show, which is the most maddening thing. That's the worst part about the Big Show is that they put all this effort in to making him feel like the monster, but then he never wins consistently afterwards either. He's very up and down. But, I mean, there's been rumors about Enzo going to 205 and back to NXT. Apparently, uh, Vince McMahon really, really doesn't like him. Yeah, apparently a lot of people don't well, really apparently like him. Well, apparently he Roman also... kicked him out of the locker room, everything well, he, else, so... From what I read, he was inviting, like, people into the locker room, and they were, like, taking pictures of the yeah. wrestlers and stuff like that. So Roman is not gave cool. him the Miz treatment, so he's got to change in the hallway. <laughs> I want that to be the official... The Miz treatment? <laughs> yeah, that's like, what it is. That. <laughs> Where you just get you have to change in the hallway. Um, We're missing you. Yeah, they you act like that's mistake. not they don't they're not in multiple areas where they can yeah really exactly change. yeah. 
Well, I don't know. You yeah, don't know. I don't, I don't, you don't it, know, it could be. I'll just go hop on John Cena's bus when he's not in it and just hang out in there. Yeah, that sounds like a good yeah, idea. Yeah, go ahead and do that yeah. while you're up um, there. Nice. What's he going to do? Tell me to make my bed? You can't see me anyway. Anyway, yeah. go ahead. <laughs> I like Enzo, but I, I... I like him too, but I, him with Cass worked. Mm-hmm. That was his character is all built around that. But I think... Not having that and it be Big Show, it'd just be, now it's just replaced Big Cass with Big Show... Or are they just going to connect well, them to th- every big guy or somebody else after Big Show? Well, what I'm gathering is, it. I think the sentiment is that there's been a problem backstage with Enzo for a while. So attach him to somebody I th- that can't cause trouble? Well, I think it was less that and more that they were high on Cass, and they wanted to separate Cass from Enzo before certain people soured on Cass because of his association right. with Enzo. So it was less about what are we doing with Enzo, is more about... Getting Cass away from Enzo, right, which right. is terrible for Cass for uh, for Enzo. Um, but it I might th- be the bed he made now. So yeah, I yeah, who knows? You know, I'm, this is all hearsay. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. So let's move on to SmackDown. Okay. Which actually, I want to talk about the most important thing that happened the whole entire night. Okay. We almost saw Charlotte Flair's butt. Did we almost see Charlotte Flair's yeah, butt? You missed I, that? Missed, I must have missed that. Wait, what happened? Um, Lana did a sunset flip over the back of Charlotte. Okay. Pulled down her pants. Is that what I must? What I happens. must have looked away. So I saw a her, thing online about saying that they Chris, were they were chanting "Thank butt. you, Lana." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why and, uh, they were saying "Thank you, Lana." Oh my god! So, because all hard camera side, uh-huh. all their everybody's face went to the O face, like <gasps> even Charlotte's face in the ring goes. Oh my yeah. god, and she pulls up her pants really quick. And but nothing, she laughs nothing and, actually came no, out? No, nothing on the camera, um, but everything on the... Yeah, her so butt the, was out. So TV side, whoever was facing them caught the whole thing. Yes, because you see it it's on everybody's face. Good. That's usually where you sit, Sam, so dang. I saw, um, too bad you weren't in Toronto. But there was a few times during the match, uh, the, the crowd saying, thank you, Lana, and everything, mm-hmm. and Charlotte is busting out laughing. She's having trouble controlling herself. I mean that's nice, at least that you know. And well, I mean that's because people say so many mean things about Charlotte. The idea that people, I guess, were happy to happy see, to her, see but her, it was nice to her. I guess it's like, oh, that's nice. I'm glad everyone was like, oh, like, nice why'd you do it? that to yeah. us? Lana would have been maybe upsetting. It's not good. I mean, it's weird. They pants guys all the time. I've seen Stone Cold's butt yeah, in yeah, matches yeah. like at least a handful of times. They used to make Shawn people Michael, kiss Vince McMahon's ass. Yes. So. You pull his entire pants down. <laughs> Rikishi's ass was part of the Part match. of his match. <laughs> Every match. So, I mean, it was fine. It wasn't on camera. I don't think she'll get By the same woman who's not, it, wearing, but... who's not wearing Spanx under her wrestling gear because of her own issues that may or may not have happened at previous pay-per-view which is weird as she wouldn't just get new tights made that she's gonna have like shorts on underneath her outfit but uh lana is just as good as she's been yeah i guess i can't believe i missed that i guess um yeah it was all over all the news sites because charlotte came on twitter and said that well you know i guess some people do whatever it takes to win mm-hmm. so yeah <laughs> uh i want to say that uh we talked about the match between shinsuke nakamura and john cena last week yes I they hyped it too much. I actually watched that. I it missed. Was good. The, they hype everything too much. Yeah, yeah. Phillip Especially with John Cena involved. So they do. They did. But I mean, how how else were how they made it like a dream match? So when I was younger, when I think a dream match, it would be it'd be people that would never come across each other because they were usually these mean, are like two someone people. who's from Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, you got the and top the guy top in WWE. Guy in WWE. <laughs> these are two people that should never have a match. No, it's, I the wish they would have saved it for a pay-per-view. Yeah, but but they they don't treat Shinsuke Nakamura like he's got all this heritage from New Japan. 
but yes, yeah, yeah, that's bad handling of Nakamura. But, it doesn't, but but that doesn't change the fact that it's not true. So you're saying that because he didn't come in and keep the fanfare, that they should have just dropped it ever, bringing no, it my up dream, ever again. I don't know. I just it didn't like they, they all they said was dream match. They didn't really build it up like. I don't know. I guess I didn't personally see too many promos where they were building it like it's a dream match. It was like, oh, it, next week a dream match. For one thing, they gave it because away it was, on SmackDown. Yeah, they and did. It should have been saved for a pay per view where they had a little bit more time and they could have put together a match. Yeah, but the match was good. It was really good. But when he when he know. drops him on his head, that was not a dragon suplex. I don't know why we were saying it was a dragon suplex. It was suplex. a snap suplex. It was a. It was almost like a backdrop. Backdrop. Yeah. Apparently, suplex. he was supposed to flip over onto his stomach yeah. from there. Uh, and that's what he was trying to do. But it goes with what you always say about John Cena. Sometimes Cena is trying to go to the next move before he's even done. Yeah. Was this move. And I think that was part of it. So it doesn't. They're like, timing, I went back and watched it again. Not more. It doesn't really drop him on his head. Cena just rolls that way. Yeah. yeah. He, well, the wrestling's like dancing, like we've talked yeah, about yeah, in the yeah. past. They both have to be on the same page. And I don't think they were on the same page most of the match because after I, I messaged you guys after that match, I was just happened to pull up. The next uh, program I had on Access TV of New Japan is from two years ago when Shinsuke Nakamura wrestled Carl Anderson. Yeah. And their match was like butter. Yeah, that match is awesome. It yeah. was yeah. smooth. Well, that's the thing about John Cena is John Cena does not have smooth matches. Yeah. I will I will disagree with people saying that he does not have good matches. The I only really matches, like a lot I've of John Cena matches, he can but have his smooth. matches are very rough. You know who he has good matches with? AJ. Randy Orton. Back in the day oh. when they would go back and forth. Yeah. See, that's the thing, though. That's a very old-school style, wrestling style that's not... They used to switch those belts up, and they would go back and forth. That would be the only time where I would want to watch John Cena matches. But those matches were very, very simplistic in their execution. doesn't mean that they were bad, but they they weren't... They were very much the less-is-more style, very old-school style kind of wrestling matches, which Nakamura does not wrestle. Mm Mm-hmm. That mo- that suplex that he does is a suplex he does as a setup for the Kinshasa that he's been mm-hmm. doing since yeah, he got yeah. to the WWE. That's not a that's a routine mm-hmm. suplex. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like a reverse um, exploder with the idea that they're going to land, but they don't really land on their back. That you said they land on their stomach. They just flip yeah, them over. They just kind of flip yeah. over. It's almost like a um, and belly Cena, to back. Yeah, and yeah. then Cena took it as a yeah. neck suplex. Yeah, that's exactly. And it landed. Yeah. So, but. A- one of the things was, because it was rumor, and this is all hearsay, because nobody knows what uh, McMahon's saying, but he was really mad about it, because you've hurt Cena, you can't hurt Cena. Well, no, you can't hurt Cena, but it's not but it does, his fault. I don't fault. think it looks like Nakamura's fault, because I went back and watched it after I read that article, I'm like, well, the article's bullshit, because uh, McMahon obviously would have watched that and been like, okay, I see what happened. Yo, no. yeah, Don't do that. Not necessarily, though. Not necessarily. Um, I mean, he's been known to fire people for smiling at him, so... Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. <laughs> uh, you know, so... I thought it was great. I didn't. I have no problems with the match. I'm. I'm. Does this mean that Shinsuke Nakamura is going to become WWE champion in less than in a little over a week? I don't know about no. that. I don't think so. Then what's the point? He's I don't still. Know. I. It, I don't know. It's not his fault, but I feel like he's still flat at he the just higher beat, roster. But that's why he beat John Cena. Whoopie do. Anybody? If a lot, you say whoopie do to someone beating John Cena clean, then I don't know what they're supposed a lot of to people do to beat make John Cena. Almost seems like it was a necessity. No, not, not no one. Name how many people can you name that have beaten John Cena I can't remember clean? People. I don't know, dude. I just feel like John Cena. Oh, he comes back out of nowhere, wins the U.S. belt, then it goes to somebody else, and he disappears for a while again. And he comes back. He's doing this whole Kogan thing right now. Yeah, 
All the more reason why, if you're comparing John Cena to Hulk Hogan, that's so you the think same this thing. is the time that they put it on Nakamura? Because I, yeah. I, I think Nakamura is going to get developed. I just don't know if it's going to happen. Right I don't now. know why. I had a crazy thought. I don't know. Um, there's rumors that they're going to be doing a sh- another shakeup after SummerSlam. Yeah, I heard they're that too. Be some switching yeah. up some. Parts. I heard there was going to be a full blown draft. Draft again. I. It's around that time, huh? I don't. This isn't an official prediction, oh. but I'm thinking. That it's pl- plaus- plausible, plausible that Baron Corbin will cash in his money in the bank. At SummerSlam? But it's not going to be for the WWE Championship. Oh, it's going to be for the other belt. I think he might do it on the other one. So, who is the... Oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar. The Brock Lesnar Oh, one. so he would get involved in that? He would get involved in that. And then he'll be like, well, the contract says I can challenge for... Uh, and, and then he does something yeah, where yeah. he signs with Kurt Angle. They can they can make up whatever. Or he just keeps the belt on there and all the belts are on SmackDown. Which causes the draft. It causes the draft. Jeez. That's, see, that's what I'm saying. Mm. You'll know if during SummerSlam they say which of these four men is going to be on like the Today Show tomorrow. Whenever they put that graphic up, this is a weird thing. Whenever they put up graphics on who's going to be champion, the next day is when they always... They only do it when someone's doing a run-in or they change somebody in the match. I don't know why. It's just a weird thing. That's weird. Because it's like they like the irony of who's going to be on Good Morning America tomorrow as WWE champion. Will it be this guy or this guy? Where's SummerSlam going to be? none of them. Uh, Brooklyn. Yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn's yeah, their, new home, too, so. their new home. Uh, their so, new home was SummerSlam. I was thinking today about SummerSlam. Uh, growing up, I didn't really give a shit about SummerSlam. The only thing I thought was pretty neat about it was the promos. The commercials that would be on TV constantly. Not during wrestling, but during the day on the USA Network and stuff. Because they were always really campy and corny. Wrestlers at the beach, doing silly things. Right. Have there, Has there been that much of that lately? Have you seen any? No. no. I mean, I don't watch a lot of USA other than I'm watching the WWE I don't have cable, yeah so yeah they, I, have to, I have to look it up because growing up pay-per-views the only ones that really mattered to me were like Halloween in your house Havoc. well yeah i mean like i'm talking about the wwf ones oh, okay like uh i liked in your house for some reason because they had like a house there i'm like oh that's silly they're walking out of a house i always I thought like it King looked of like, Ring. it looked like it was the like if you went inside the house it was mm-hmm. the same set where um um danny tanner was hosting america's funniest home video oh, yeah. it, it, it looked, looked exactly like it's the same like set that. right yeah, yeah, yeah. they probably had the same set people but designer like, yeah because growing up i don't know i don't SummerSlam to me wasn't a big thing i don't know if it really was as big as it is now do you uh, think it SummerSlam was? is their second biggest show of the year i'm always asking, as, as, um that's what i'm saying like i don't remember being that big the buy rates younger. and things like that yeah it was it, is, okay. it really is um see and i like royal rumble and it's better. gonna be i like royal, royal rumble too my, like um, obviously uh, next to wrestlemania would probably be my favorite well it's pay-per-view. the second half it's you know you have wrestlemania then Half the year goes by. I always yeah. liked King Summer of the Song. Ring better. I like King. Of, I would probably like King of the Ring now because I like yeah. tournament stuff. Yeah, New Japan. Even though there's a curse of being King of the Ring, you don't want to be King of the Ring anymore. Um, so the other thing that happened because they're in Canada was they're in the, Toronto. Which they is were cool. in the um, Kevin Owens brought up the Montreal screw job. Yeah, did he speak Canadian? Awesome. No, he, he didn't. didn't speak. He didn't speak. No, no Canadian. Dang. Um, well, but the whole he was trying to uh, be, be American. Yeah, he was trying to be heel. Because he said he wants to take the, he didn't want to have a match with AJ that night because he would want to win the American belt on American soil, which That's is awesome. awesome. Um, <laughs> but the whole crowd at one time or another uh, started screaming, "You screwed, Brett!" Yeah, which was awesome. Um, he should have started speaking Canadian and said, "You know what? You're not good enough." Will you this. stop saying Canadian is French? <laughs> Whatever, French Canadian. Canadian. They call it French Canadian. No one says I speak Canadian. They don't call it just Nobody. French. It's <laughs> That's not, not a language. <laughs> it's not just French. It's French Canadian. It's still, can, it's still that's called Cajun, and that's again not what he's speaking. He's speaking French. It's French 
Canadian. Um, this segment where Shane is telling him the rules of the match that obviously everybody knows the rules of. Uh, I don't like the excuses to get people in the ring when no, they're not the, going to have a match. This was I don't the, like the rules of engagement yeah, segment. The rules That's of what engagement. they named it. I know. Because they have to have some kind of graphic so that people won't tune out, which is so Why did they do a the... contract signing? Because that would have been we need would... an, another contract signing? But it's more of a reason to get them in the room. I'm I mean, tired of ring. contract signing. Yeah, I'm fine with that, but this was stupid. They have a nice It turned out there. okay. Pretend the graphic doesn't exist. It's not as bad. The problem is that... That they named it the rules I, of engagement. I think it's sad that I don't like... It's not that it, it's not anything new, but it does feel like I've noticed it more where it just feels like they do more graphics for things that are going to keep happening in the show that don't need to have a graphic for that segment. So a grudge match. Uh, yeah, the grudge match. The grudge okay. match thing. So from the beginning, I didn't even watch the grudge match. Uh, uh, y'all got here right when I was about to start finishing the Randy Orton match. But the graphic was grudge match. Yeah. The first time ever on SmackDown was said Five times throughout they the whole. Did they say yes, it like they that? They did for the first time ever. First time ever, there match. was a grudge match on oh, SmackDown. Match. Every wrestling match is a grudge match. So in WWE, at least. I didn't watch the Randy Orton match. What was a grudge match? Well, the way you're saying, it, I don't understand it because WWE functions in the sense that if all the wrestlers are getting along, then they wouldn't have any wrestling matches. Everybody's right? friends. They, they would all just be friends. This is the friend match. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what was special about the grudge match? Grudge match. The idea of grudge well, matches over is again the difference between an exposition. The idea was that they would have exposition matches, which is just, it's not for a title, it's not contributing it's just to... It's for fun. It's just to showcase two athletes, and whoever wins will be more likely to be included in a top-tier uh, card position later. That's exposition. Grudge implies that the two wrestlers have an issue with each other, thus were put into a match because of the atmosphere around the two and then oh, wrestling so each this other, is the first which time is they did that on smackdown which That's is crazy. A, which is why i'm saying is that because every wrestling match in wwe for the last 20 years at least has been a grudge match other than i guess braun Strowman versus uh james ellsworth and all those guys last year with the jobber matches those aren't grudge matches because they don't know who the guys are but if you are on television ever it's really a, you know nobody gets along with anybody how was the match it was okay. Um, they would so never the, acknowledge it, but the crowd in Toronto was very behind Jinder Mahal. Really? Because yeah. he's not actually from India. Yeah, he's, he's from, from Canada. Canada. So, I say that on this podcast all the time. So there were Jinder chants the whole show, which was great. Which I'm, I'm surprised. See, it's I'm, like the, when they were in Brock's hometown, and they were trying to get people to boo Brock. Yeah. Like, that doesn't make any sense. Well, this was different in that... I know this is a little bit different. He's a heel, and he's yeah. from India, and they're playing the whole racist thing up and everything like that. But he's still from Canada, and everybody knows that. Yeah, but it's like... Next, you're going to tell me that Kane isn't really summoning fire from the from the spokes of the you ring. Shut Some your things mouth, are obviously. just you that just is. have to take with a grain of salt. Um, we all know he's from Canada, but they're not going to say he's from Canada, so we're going to pretend that he's not. Um, I thought it was it was fine. I'm really enjoying Jinder Mahal. I, I like too. him. I love his theme music. Um, they've it's, done it's everything they can actually. to make him to get him over, and I think it's really working. That's why I really don't like the idea of Baron Corbin cashing in cashing in just because i feel gender's really working as a top heel this is in my opinion i have a problem with wwe right now you have nakamura Mm -hmm. about to go for the belt i won't be upset if nakamura doesn't win the belt at SummerSlam. that's a problem that is a giant problem that's but that's what i'm saying about wwe is that as the as the the weight of that company is that they have they've done so much 
we're going to do what we want to do regardless of what you guys want to do even though we keep acting like we're placating to the audience that no one trusts anything good to happen ever the good brothers win often enough no, but it doesn't don't. matter because when they don't that's what i'm saying is that you you believe in your heart that you've never seen them win even though they were tag team champions for four teamed. months they went into wrestlemania as tag team did they champions go to oh, they did go to yeah and you're like and i don't remember any of that because all the ill will counts more than the positive that shinsuke nakamura can take 10 steps forward but all you notice are his two steps back because you're afraid that every time he steps back he's just going to keep going backwards so even though he beat john cena clean on smackdown you still are like they're not going to do it though so you're saying like one match completely saves months of them not using him no correctly. i'm not no I'm that's not what you just that. said no that's not that's what I'm literally saying. the words that no, this I'm, came out of your mouth no that's not what i said i'm saying that we that pay attention to their faults more than their positive we pay attention to their faults more than their positive to, to, to the positive just like when you're managing a team and you're just all you do is complain about what they're not doing but they're doing so much things that are good yeah um, I'm not saying are they booking. Say, are they doing? You gotta say thank you, honey, sometimes, and tell her that you love her. Right? <laughs> I'll slap you. Are the they doing everything later. that they should be doing with Shinsuke Nakamura? In my opinion, no. No. But the truth is, is that Shinsuke Nakamura is wrestling on WWE television every week, which is and awesome. I got to see him yeah. drop John Cena on his head, and I should be happy about that and not worried well, about his career. The only thing I think they did wrong when they brought him up to the bigger roster of Raw was they're making him an attraction. Yeah, I, I agree. Which was silly. He's not an attraction? He is, but... They're it, making him like an Andre the Giant too, attraction. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's not going to wrestle. Yeah. He's going to come out there and do his little thing. and the, the whole rock star thing, or superstar, or whatever they were calling him, just didn't work for me. And it still doesn't. So the character... Of something to counteract. The character well, no, in NXT uh-huh. is not what we're getting right now. I actually disagree. That's my point, is that the character they're presenting him on TV is exactly his character on NXT. It's just different because WWE TV does not have the same atmosphere as NXT. At NXT feels cool. WWE feels I don't remember ever so if calling you're just... him the superstar of NXT. <laughs> they they over-embellish every time he would come out, and then Nakamura would wrestle one time, and then they would just do promos for him for weeks. Whenever he was in those promos, rivalries with Samoa Joe for the NXT title, he wrestled like four right. times that whole time. That's true. They're using him the exact same way. It's just the atmosphere around it. Wow. NXT feels cool, so you can do less I... in it, and it doesn't matter because the atmosphere around it is We're different. We're going to go ahead and close out, but on that note, I'm not wishing ill will to Nakamura, but I hope he gets fired and goes back to New Japan. Oh my god, <laughs> anyway. Jesus Christ. Well, that'll be just another spot because I don't know if you noticed on SmackDown this week, there was a big return. Was there? There was. It was huge. It was monumental. I almost stopped watching the show after it happened because I was so happy. Ellsworth come back? Did I miss that? James Ellsworth came back on SmackDown. Oh, no shit. I yeah. missed that. <laughs> Carmella was wrestling Naomi. Naomi. And then James Ellsworth knocked her off the top rope and the entire audience cheered he like jumped up knocked her off and then climbed back down are under, people like, just the over her over Naomi. toronto's weird because toronto is notorious There's bizarro world yeah bizarro world in that they like nothing but the bad guys right 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 um but i feel that uh, like there's been a few places that recently that she is not over with the crowd because her not as much as she was anyway her little performance is over it's kind of silly i don't know i'd be changing this something i don't think she's I never, I didn't think she was that over in the first place. In the, but she's in had the, the belt place, since yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, I think she's doing okay. Yeah, um, no, she's fine. I like her. Yeah, I, I think um, she's really good too. So, but yeah, I don't know. Anyway, we release a podcast every Friday, Sometimes. unless we don't. Unless we don't. Um, Phil, I'm not always here, so it's been really nice for you to be here. 
like I feel like we argue more when you're here. Good. Me and Sam just agree. Interesting. Instead of y'all kissing each other the whole time. <laughs> anyway, go follow us on Facebook, Instagram. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Social media. All the social media. We have something on every social media. Twitter. We're individuals on social media as well. By same names that we describe ourselves as. Yeah, there you go. Will all that be um, available in the description, regardless of where the yeah. listeners are? On the description, right um, most of the time. If not, you can go on <laughs> someonenerdy.com. There'll be all the show notes. We'll have links to all our social media pages. If you're listening to this on a podcast app, good job. Uh, leave us a review. Uh, and tell your friends. You have wrestling friends that like podcasts. Um, we don't suck all the time. I think we're a pretty good podcast. Yeah, we're okay. I'm on it, so my opinion yeah. might be skewed. Tell us what you want to. Well, you don't want to go to the bat. You don't want to go see uh, WWE Live in a couple weeks. I think I'm going. I, not gonna I think I'm going to go. You better go. You so they have a, a live show in um, Baton, Baton Rouge. Rouge, and you haven't been to a show before. So this is after SummerSlam, huh? It'll be after SummerSlam. Yeah. So Mark Moore might have the belt. He or might Baron have the belt. <laughs> or Baron Corbin. <laughs> or there might be a completely different roster change in the time. That's true. supposed to be doing draft and all okay. that kind of stuff. Okay, so anyway, we have been your hosts. I am Snarf Chris. I'm Sam Jericho. Both the dude with a head We will see you next week. Thank y'all.